Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Hi guys. Hi. This is Goop Yourself, the podcast where we talk about everything goop. I'm Brian Rucker. I'm Aggie Hewitt. And I am, uh, I don't know how I'm feeling right now. I'm feeling a little tired, a little anxious, a little non-caffeinated, a little non-sleep. Yeah, you had something you wanted to tell me, but... It's not that big of a deal. <laughs> I offered you coffee. Well, I didn't offer you coffee, actually, but I could now. But I offered you Diet Coke. You said no. So, okay, this is what's happening. I am starting my getting off of Ambien journey. Wow, that's great. Uh, and I just, I think I want to have as little amount of caffeine as possible um, during the day so I can, like, try to get to as, as natural a sleep as possible. You know, I... I understand where you're coming from because I also have really bad insomnia and I always try to cure my insomnia naturally. Um, but I, yeah, like I feel like part of it is like I have cut caffeine after noon. I usually stop. Oh, it. Yeah, yeah. Well, obviously not today. <laughs> it's, Soda, it's afternoon. It's, it I'm literally really drinking count, a cup yeah. of coffee right now. <laughs> oh, coffee. Yeah. yeah. But um, no, I, I get it because it's like I'll try to cap it because um, if I'm drinking caffeine, I, and I did notice a big change in my sleep after I stopped drinking caffeine mm. like late at night and also stopped drinking alcohol like yeah. too late. Um, those two things were really, really big and drinking water. Uh, drinking specifically at night or just throughout the day? Like throughout the day. Drinking more water, cutting caffeine, uh, cutting alcohol. I mean, just like basic health facts. Yeah. Um, but, and also, um, watching the Golden Girls. That's my new sleep. That's my ambient. And that helps? It puts me out like a light. And it's comforting. Yeah. Because that was what I used to fall asleep to when I was like in high school. Because it would be on Lifetime at night. And so now I put on Hulu and it's like the old days. <laughs> a lot of people watch TV to go to sleep. I've never really been able to. Uh, oh, really? Yeah. And now, I mean, I definitely have gotten into the habit of like listening to podcasts before I go to sleep. But yeah. I think that that is wrapped up in taking a sleep aid and like just knowing that I will get to sleep regardless. So I don't know if that is also like a bad habit wrapped up and I should just like do the, you know, the classic no noise, no screen time like no stimulation at all an hour before to go to bed but that sounds like terrifying to me (laughs) i mean i just think that seems sort of like unrealistic to me like i can't turn i can't do that like we live with other people and animals and like it's just not gonna happen and it's also like i feel like don't set yourself up for failure by having these like crazy goals like most people Some people get to the point where they like really don't even look at their phone for an hour before they go to bed. But I think for most people, that's really hard. And like, you shouldn't be like, I'm going to be this like superhuman who doesn't do these normal things. Yeah, I guess I'm just worried. I'm just like worried about not being able to get to sleep or stay asleep. And like, so I'm being very slow with my like, instead of taking one last night, I took three quarters of a pill easing yourself. off. Yeah. And even that I was like, didn't I mean, it might be a placebo effect, but I did not get a good sleep last night. Hmm. Uh, also though I went out to dinner with a friend and I had like a glass of wine and a beer so like I don't know um, but I'm just trying to I don't 
slowly but surely uh, try to fall asleep naturally. We'll see. Well, we'll see. I think, um, yeah, I feel like, I mean, if you have like a beer at dinner or whatever, I don't think that's like. No. I think it's just like if you like are literally like bringing a glass of wine to bed with you. Oh, God. Which yeah. I used to do. <laughs> but I have stopped. Yeah. Yeah. No, I like it. It's a combination, I think, for me of uh, I had like a couple drinks and then also just a heavy meal too, like later than I'm used to. Where'd you which, go? Uh, Night Market song. The oh, Thai. Fun. Yeah. It's good. 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 Yeah. Yummy food, but uh, heavy. Yeah. Um, so I'm doing that so far. Okay. We'll see. I'm, yeah. Like I'm just going to ease myself off very slowly. Because uh, I don't know. I've my whole life and you too, like having insomnia and it's literally, it's just like emotionally terrifying and it sets you so badly up for the next day when you don't get a lot of sleep. And I'm like it's crazy. Compounded. Yeah. yeah. And then it's like, I usually will end up like sleeping really late the next mm. day and then feel like a huge piece of shit. But See, it's I like, can't even do that. Like my body doesn't let me do that. Yeah. Like I feel like so bad about myself, but it's like, I have to, yeah. like I have to have, I have to sleep. Like yeah, I'm yeah. like, I can't function on like two hours sleep. Yeah. I don't know. So we'll see. Uh, but I'll keep you guys posted. And also it helps me just like stay accountable and not, you know, slip into old habits. Cause I, I just felt, especially like a, last month I was, I had, didn't have any pills left and I was like just freaking out, calling my doctor's office, like making sure that they gave me like a renewal. And I just felt like a junkie calling a drug dealer. I know. And I was and just like, like, I can't, this is so stupid. No, I totally get that. You don't want to feel like dependent on something. Yeah. yeah. Um, other than that, I oh I did an act of civil dis- disobedience. Okay. And I untied the the um the fence that was preventing me from crossing the North Atwater Bridge because a horse died on it. Well, not the horse side. I only did the p- pedestrian side. Uh, okay. So someone else like clipped the thing, and then I just like opened it up. Um, so I didn't do it all by myself. I don't understand. I, I'm not totally. Because someone had lo- like the, the city or whatever had locked the fence from both sides. So no one was able to walk. Why? I have no idea. Because they, they, I guess, have to fix it for the horses. But then it's been over a month and they've just done literally nothing to fix it. And just like closed this beautiful new bridge. Well, doesn't that seem like it could be unsafe? <laughs> no, the bridge is not unsafe. I've walked over it a million times. Okay. I mean, we'll see. But uh I mean, I don't know how long it's going to take them for to, for them to figure out that the the fence is off now. But is the horse the horse side? I didn't touch. I it's just the human side. The human that side, you. yeah. So there's like a different entrance for horses and humans. Yeah, they're like two lanes side by side, basically. Two lanes. Yeah. So the horses still can't get in, but now the humans can. Exactly. Okay. Why was the human side closed off in the first place? I don't know. I don't know. Do you think that that might have been important? Mm, well, I used it yesterday and I didn't die or fall off the bridge. So I feel like it's fine. Okay. <laughs> Good for you. Yeah. <laughs> Show them, Brian. So if, uh, you know, our city council is listening to us, you know where to find me. You can arrest me. Um, okay. I hope nobody gets hurt on that bridge. <laughs> um, there was also goop news. Oh, there, or, was. Or there was like, well, not really. There was like, um, there was like goop adjacent drama on Twitter oh, revol- really? involving Jen Gunter. Oh, wait, I did not follow. This okay. Up. So I guess Jen Gunter is on Twitter right now, accusing Gwyneth Paltrow of essentially like catch and killing a review of her book in Elle magazine. Um, Cat, a, a review of Jen Gunter's book? Of her own book. Oh, my God. She didn't use the term catch and kill, no. but I think it clearly applies. She said, um, okay, so this is a tweet from, okay, so here's the, here's the idea. This woman named E. Jean Carroll, at E. Jean Carroll. This is a, I'm reading right now a tweet from a woman named Katie Rossman, don't know who she is, insider say, at E. Jean Carroll was asked due to lingering fury that she gave her book excerpt to NY Mag and not Elle magazine. But edit descriptions at Elle indicate it may not have been up to handling the contentious scoop like E. Jean's and me plus Jessica Bennett suss it out. Okay, sorry. She's the one that accused Trump of raping her. Yeah, yeah. so that's a different. So, she, so, so this is going on in Elle magazine. Jen Gunter hops on. In the following tweet, Katie Rossman lists her sources for this accusation. The first one, 
Elle killed a story about at Dr. Jen Gunter, so not to piss off Gwyneth, and then who then appeared on its cover. Then on Twitter, on her Twitter, fucking Jen retweeted about a different person about the same Eugene thing, whatever, about this story going to New York Times magazine instead of, or the New York, whatever the fuck, NY Mag, New York, New York magazine. magazine. Yeah. Um, and she says, um, I heard a rumor that Paltrow and Goop were behind Netflix not considering Jen'splaining and dropping Tim Caulfield's cheating death. Makes you wonder. Wow. That is quite... An accusation to be flying around. Huge accusation. So Jennifer, Jen Gunter has just accused Gwyneth Paltrow of getting her uh, blurb about her book out of Elle magazine, which the magazine said that it was um, uh, for space. It was like bump for oh, space. Sure. But she was like, that sounds fishy to me. Did they, did they run it online where there is no issue of space? unclear and also that they were the reason that she's also the reason that her show didn't get picked up on netflix which is i'm gonna say as a person who has a little experience in television sure. not a lot but we've done yeah, our, we've had, had a few meetings here and there so there are several platforms that a person can go to other than netflix mm. and as i believe that her show was on like the Canadian government's website? <laughs> yes, <Yeah>, CBC. <laughs> CBC.com. I don't know that it was even on broadcast. CBC.com. CBC. So like to go from like I had a show on CBC.com that should have, of course, been on Netflix when there's also like Hulu, Apple TV, yeah. Amazon, like all the other streaming services, all the other regular networks. Like I just think no one was interested in that show, no. not only Netflix, and it wasn't very good. So, like, I kind of think that's a bit of a stretch to say that Gwyneth Paltrow got her kicked off Netflix. Yeah. Ne I mean, Netflix, obviously, they have a lot of stuff, but they usually use, especially for these, like, non-scripted type of things, like, pretty A-list talent to, like, produce and host. Well, they've been, I don't know about that. They're non well, if like it's the something food like one this, will have, you know, David like Chang or like it's people. Right. I, guess I, was, I was thinking of like cheer or something. No, well, even they, because they had done Last Chance You, which was like a big football documentary. Like okay. they have a, they've had a track record in that world. Like they're not household names, but like in that world of sports docuseries, they are like pretty they're big, big names. They're like prestige. Yeah. Netflix is like a prestige channel. Like they have some bullshit like, um, invisible online lovers or whatever oh, they're sure, called sure. those reality shows but that's not what jen was trying to do no. she wanted to do like a prestige like uh reality series where she's like a celebrity host like un like debunking myths and about your vagina unfortunately yeah in no world she's just not jen enough of a Gunter draw get yeah eyeballs she's not i mean let's but see. i also don't i mean i do feel like it's possible i mean it might not have even been like a evoke like a said thing it might have been you know the people at netflix are smart enough they did an overall well I, did does gwyneth have an overall deal with them i know brad and ryan do i think i'm sure, I'm sure gwyneth like part, yeah. does not have an overall deal with them yeah I'm sure she can do whatever she wants well she hasn't done any tv well she except for the goop show yeah yeah but like i'm sure that the the execs at netflix at least were familiar of familiar with gwyneth's feud with jen gunter and Maybe, I mean, who knows? That might have. <laughs> Maybe the Peltras are deep inside because Br Brad, because they have that overall deal and she did the show. Yeah, I mean, yeah, 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 well, they're yeah. making her, she's making them a lot of fucking money. Yeah. She's Gwyneth Paltrow. Fuck yeah. you, Jen Gunter, you stupid bitch. Sorry. Oh my God. I take it back. Fuck. Why can I not stop being like this? I don't know. Internalized misogyny <sighs> makes you think. Makes you think. But it's also just like bad for my career. And well, my... no, because we're on Gwyneth's side here. So it's yeah, but I've good for gone back and forth <laughs> wildly. I mean, I also now I'm starting to feel really guilty. Like, oh shit. Like, is Gwyneth this vindictive? Because we've said a lot of bad stuff about her. And we also haven't been considered by Netflix. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, boy. Well, you know, we've gone too far to turn back now. So That's true. But yeah, she was on the cover. But I do think it's weird that they like bumped her, the the vagina Bible. And then um, like Gwyneth was on the cover. That honestly could 100% be true. 
Well, because like she, yeah, like I mean, Gwyneth usually stays above the fray with all these. Like Gwyneth has never reached out to us. Gwyneth has never reached out to a lot of like critics of Goop. But they did ice us out, which I feel like is the oh, same sure. thing. Because yeah. they used to be like kind of like, oh, we love your show, but ha, we're silly. Like we're. We're not trying to like take them down. Like I feel like Jen. Really, we're trying to. Yeah. We're, we are good for. And they goop. know. They know that. They know that. Um, Do they? I think so. I, I, we have. I've like said horrible things about fucking Elise Lunin, and I think that she's gonna kill me. And I think that I'm never gonna have a career because of what I said about Elise Lunin. But is that possible? That's all in the past now. Because you love Elise. We all love Elise. Because Elise is great. She's awesome. I yeah. I loved her on uh, the Goop Lab, and I look forward to hearing more from her. Yeah, I couldn't get enough. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, yeah, the L thing, I wouldn't put it past them. Because, like, also, like, I'm sorry, but Jen Gunter has a pretty big Twitter following or whatever, but that doesn't, like, translate to book sales necessarily. And I don't know that, like, the vagina, vulva and vagina Bible would have been a big hit anyway. Like, it's, I don't know. I just... I guess who could say, but I wouldn't blame Gwyneth for all of her um, terrible failures. I guess this is not innuendo. There is a clip from this article that Jen retweeted that says, last winter, a profile of Dr. Jen Gunter, the OBGYN, blah, blah, blah. We know who she is, who's been a critic of Gwyneth, blah, blah, blah. Um, was killed after top editors expressed concern that it might upset Miss Paltrow and her publicist, Stephen Huvane, H-U-V-A-N-E, Huvane. Right, remember that name. Remember that name. <laughs> that's the guy who's doing all this because Gwyneth doesn't know what the fuck is going no. on. Who represents a variety of celebrity clients, according to three former staffers. Miss Paltrow appeared on a November 2019 cover of Elle. So yeah, I I mean Yikes. that's his job to know all these stuff this stuff. So I'm sure God he's probably listened to our podcast. Uh No, I feel like maybe like his like assistant. Yeah. His like underpaid assistant. Yeah. Well, we love you, Steven. Pay up Hollywood. <laughs> yeah. Thanks for listening, assistant. <laughs> um that's funny. I mean, hey, you fuck with the big sharks and you get bit. That's right. We're just little minnows, yeah. little guppies. <laughs> so Jen Gunter needs to figure out outlets that don't have um yeah like twitter and the cbc perfect great so we're all doing well fine um there was another quick gwyneth news that was just sort of like a weird party that she hosted that was also a publicity event for her for goop's new serum but she invited a lot of her a-list friends to dinner uh and none of them were allowed to wear makeup and i think this was in order to like plug this this new serum but like all the news from Gwyneth Paltrow in the past week was about this this dinner that she hosted which uh the guest list included Demi Moore and daughter Rumor Willis, Aaron Foster, Cassandra Gray, I don't know who that is, and Kate Hudson. So usual suspects. Oh yeah, I would love to see. I my dream is to go to a party where it's like no, you can't wear makeup. Actually, I would like it if they passed a law where it's like no one can wear makeup. <laughs> well, like uh Hamid's tale. Yeah, and then everybody could just be We'll themselves. see who you are, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Put it all out there. Drag queens would revolt. Drag queens would revolt? Most... I think drag queens should be exempted from the law. Okay, fine. <laughs> drag queens can wear makeup, but no one else. Yep. Because I just like, I find it to be so burdensome. I can't imagine. It seems like, like it, it, ta- it takes a while for me to get ready in the morning. I can't just, imagine like, to have to do that. A, it just like puts such a standard of it just puts people in such a like high standard of beauty. And like when people see when you wear makeup, people are nice to you when you don't, they're mean to you when you like wear makeup and then stop. People are like, are you okay? What's wrong with you? Like people think women without makeup are like scary and sickly looking because they're just so nice. They're not used to seeing it. it. I just don't like it. Well, you can look at pictures of Gwyneth Paltrow without makeup at this dinner and spoiler alert. She still looks great. Yeah, I know. Like, I think a lot of these people still look good. I also think if people got used to seeing women without makeup, they would be like, just everything would get more chill. This is, yeah, what a woman looks like. They just, women, they're people too. They just look like human beings. They're human beings. Yeah. It's like, it's like, this is what we look like. That's like, well, Alicia Keys has been doing that for years. Oh boy. Yeah. What? Is she canceled? No. I mean, just personally canceled by me for years because she's boring and I don't like her music. Oh yeah. I never liked her music, but um, she's been like not wearing makeup. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's, I just, I worry for her because she seems like deep in the throes of a cannabis addiction. A cannabis she's addiction? She's so stoned all the time whenever she hosts the Grammys or whatever. It's like. She hosts the Grammys? Every year. 
Where have I been? I yeah. never watched the Grammys. Yeah, she hosts. Right. She makes no sense. She's loopy. She's sort of fun. She's sort of like um, like your weird stoner aunt. But I'm just like looking at her eyes. I'm like, oh, you are. Do you have a weird stoner aunt? Uh, no. What is a weird stoner aunt I trope? Can, I can imagine having a weird stoner aunt and she would be like Alicia Keys, even though we're like the same age. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't know. I just worry for her. I think she should j- go to rehab. <laughs> I'm just going to shame everyone. Um, I didn't wear any makeup today. I'm proud of you. But I do have something on that I usually don't have on. What? You didn't notice? It's a fragrance. Oh, I didn't notice. What's the fragrance? Oh, I didn't put enough on then. It is, guys, I, okay, I didn't pay for all of it myself because I had, I got a gift certificate for Christmas from Nordstrom, so like I would never spend this much money on my own to get a fragrance, but I got a bottle of Private Label Tom Ford uh, Oud Fleur. Ooh, very fancy. is Oud, which we all know, if you listen to this podcast, some sexy masculine scent mixed with Rose, which is a sexy feminine scent. Wow. And Oud Fleur is, they call it, a floral for dirty boys. That's like the one that I got that was like dirty, like f- dirty rose. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That I got the same thing, but that was from that company that made the this candle smells like my vagina. Right. This Tom Ford's scents they do have synthetics in them, so I don't think that they would be advertised on Goop. But I like like scents with synthetics because they smell better. Mm. Uh, and I don't well, like... they last longer. That's oh, the problem because yeah. like they the the one the natural ones like you need like alcohol and stuff so that the scent will like stay on your skin for a while oh that's what it is yeah Um, and they the natural ones like don't have whatever synthetics make them stick around but i really like the smell and i guess i didn't put enough on if you don't smell i don't know i'm worried i always worry i I think it's just it's not supposed to i'm not supposed to be able to smell you from like three feet away (laughs) well you can sniff my neck later okay (laughs) sounds great um okay cool is there any more goop news I don't think so. Okay. I did sort of want to talk about Jamila Jamil, even though it doesn't really have to do with Goop. Okay. What? She's the girl who played. She was on The Good Place. Yeah, Tahani. And she got, she keeps getting canceled. Yeah. What's going on? Because I don't follow this <laughs> shit. So really you tell fun. me. It's okay. really funny. And it's okay. sort of Goop adjacent because she's like a crazy person. So okay. in that sense, it's Goop adjacent. Okay. Tell me. Tell me. Uh, well, okay. So beginning a few weeks she's always getting canceled for saying stupid stuff but she's like this body positivity advocate Mm -hmm. so people like like her or like we're rooting for her but then she puts her foot in her mouth so the beginning of the story is a few weeks ago she was attached to host this new show on hbo max uh about the ballroom scene Uh and she has no connections to the ballroom scene uh, which is like, you know, queer, black and brown people um, started in Harlem, uh, like Paris is burning, all that stuff. And so people on Twitter were just like, why are you hosting this? I don't know. It's like a weird thing that you would do. Like when there's a lot of, there were specific people that were like, oh, I was considered for this role and I'm part of this ballroom scene and I got passed over for Jamila Jamil. And then her response to that was to come out as queer <laughs> Okay. Which is just, I mean, who knows? Like, no one knows what's in your heart. Like, okay. Maybe you are queer, but it's like just a very convenient, it was sort of like when Kevin Spacey came out. I mean, not the well, same Well, it wasn't like, yeah, it was when like Kevin that. Spacey came out, Kevin Spacey was gay and not coming out for a very long time and then got accused of sexual assault and sexual harassment by many people. And instead of admitting what he did, he was like, I admit it. I'm gay and I've been gay this whole time. And everybody like, don't you feel sorry for me that I've like had to be in the closet? And everyone's like, uh, everyone's known you're gay this entire time. Like no one is cares about that. We care about like your sexual assault. (laughs) And he was just like, oh yeah, okay. I'm just going to like cease to have a career now and make like a YouTube video every couple of years. So it's not exact. It's not exactly the same situation, obviously, but it was on, it was just sort of a weird thing to be like, to use this platform to, to come out as queer when it obviously is your career is on. I don't know. It was strange, but that is beside the point. Then what happened was this funny lady on Instagram named she's a, she's actually a fellow podcast host, even though I've never listened to her podcast, Tracy Egan Morrissey. And I think she's like a journalist too. She did this like insane long Instagram story of every interview that Jamila Jamil has ever conducted, where she recounts the story of either an injury or, or a sickness she had, um, some 
car accident. Uh, one time she was chased by 500 bees. She's had like several cancer scares. She has all these autoimmune diseases. She's broken bones on set, like just hundreds of anecdotes. And then at the end, this lady accuses her of having Munchausen's disease. <laughs> which is what um, the, which is what Bella Hadid. Yeah, Yolanda Hadid Yolanda has Hadid also been accused had. of. Yeah. Because she has chronic Lyme. But didn't she... She was accused of having it, but then she was like, how dare you accuse me of having exactly. this? Exactly. No one admits to having Munchausen's disease. Well, you don't even know you have it. Yeah, that's true. And the difference between Munchausen and Munchausen by proxy, let's just get out th- get it out there. Munchausen by proxy is the disease that like the mom in the act had, yep. but a lot of other people have had where they usually are making their kids mm-hmm. sick. Um, by like actually literally poisoning them because they like the like valor of being this like protective parent Um, and also sometimes like they get like free stuff like an act they're like getting to go to Disneyland and shit but it's mostly for like attention sympathy shit like that and then Munchausen is when you falsely diagnose yourself it's like basically being like a um, hypochondriac hypochondriac. it's basically being a hypochondriac Hypochondriac, but like super public about it? I don't know. Well, or, but like more, like maybe like to the point that you like actually have some more symptoms or like yeah. you literally believe it or are you actually, if you have Munchausen, are you a hypochondriac or are you physically making yourself sick and lying about it? I think, well, in her case, it might be a little bit of both. Like I do believe that she probably has some like chronic illnesses and she might even be a cancer survivor and, you know, got into a car accident. Like all these things might be true, but it, it was the exaggeration and like the the different ways that she would tell these stories, the like different timelines, um, all this stuff was just, it's. Okay. So if you have Munchausen, it's if you deliberately act as if you have a physical or mental illness when in fact you don't. So it's like acting like you're sick, even when you don't, when you aren't. That I don't, well, there was one thing where, According to WebMD. <laughs> of course, the um, only good I literally advice. just Googled it because I, I never bothered to like actually know what that really meant. I mean, I was just like, like I was yeah, like, yeah. oh, it's like when you're like crazy and fake being sick, which well, is basically what it is. And then this woman actually got into Jamila Jamil's mother who has very similar, uh, a very similar social media imprint about all of her chronic diseases and all of her stuff. Wait, so, her mother? Who's her mother? Some lady in Britain. Is she... And famous? No. I but mean, she's on Twitter. Yeah, she's on Twitter and she's Jamila Jamil's mother. And she's always going on Twitter and being like, I'm sick. Yeah. Okay. And so now people are thinking, oh, it might have been a Munchausen by proxy thing starting with the mother. And it's like now. So Jamila Jamil's mother has Munchausen by proxy and got allegedly. her daughter. <laughs> this is Well, you're alleging it. <laughs> <laughs> well, and, no, I'm uh, Tracy Egan Morrissey is alleging it. And a lot of people on social media. I, I think it, it is. And then she came back and she, you know, James Blake is her boyfriend. So he did this hit. This I thing. don't know who that is. He's <laughs> a, a musician. He's like oh, a, I know who he is. Yeah. He's like a folky. No, he's like an electronic. Uh, I guess I yeah, don't. British. Okay. Um, but uh, so he did this whole post defending her and then she's defended herself. And like it is, I mean, I don't know. People shouldn't gang up on this woman because I don't think it's, uh, she's being deliberately manipulative or like lying, lying, but it is crazy the amount of things that she claims to have gone through in her young life and a lot of them do not seem to add up. Okay, so... It's funny. Check out, check out, check out the uh, Instagram story of Tracy Egan Morrissey. Um, there's like a saved Instagram story that's just called JJ and it's one of those like hundreds of entry Instagram stories that are just like dots because there's so many of them. Yeah. And she goes through literally everything and it's very entertaining. Every disease that Jamila Jamil has claimed to have on Twitter. Okay. Mm -hmm. Well, we got to the bottom of that one, didn't (laughs) we? Fuck. So Jamila Jamil, don't watch the ballroom show. Don't. Yeah. I don't know if she, who knows if that ballroom show will even come out now. I don't know. Maybe not. Um, Were there other hosts that were like more appropriate or is it just some yes and some no. Megan the Stallion was also like a judge or a host and she doesn't really have a connection to ballroom. And then there was a couple like ballroom elders that were connected. So it was like a mix. I I think this is a sort of a thing of like she probably wasn't the right person to pick, but also people like to pick on Jamila Jamil too. So do you think that people like don't like her because of the character that she played on the show and they like have it confused in their mind that she's literally that same person yes i do think that that's part of it i think that that's like a sign of stupidity don't you think yeah, no, if, like totally. people like can't tell the difference between who someone plays on tv and who they are in real life yeah and unfortunately like that's her only significant role in america she's not she wasn't really an actress before that she was like a tv host 
in, in semi-famous in Britain, yeah. but she's never like played a character. And I, I believe her public persona is very similar to Tahani too. So I don't. Yeah. I, I mean, I definitely am not like interested enough in her to like have ever like read. Like I never oh, have I like. Now. I'm fascinated by her. Like I never like heard an interview with her and was like, oh, she's like yeah. that in real life or any, like I've, I've never seen her not on that show. I think she just like takes sort of like woke like social justice culture. Oh, and, right. Because she has like a. Everything's about herself and her own experiences about whatever. Because she has like a body positivity like advocacy group. Yes. Right. Or something. That's like just like Instagram. She like calls out other celebrities for like wearing makeup or like getting injections or like losing too much weight. She calls out celebrities for wearing makeup. Yes. Don't fact check me on that. (laughs) I think she has. For wearing makeup? I don't know. What are you talking about? I don't know. (laughs) okay whatever okay cool so that's really crazy i actually identify with her i'm gonna get to the bottom but i think i have munchausen too which we'll get to when we get to my wow status. okay well let's we've okay. talked a lot uh okay most of it's my fault sorry okay um, let's okay get on to the newsletters what was your best okay my best was a big deal for goop congratulations goop they have a partnership with blue apron da, 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 da. and Seamus designed all the meals and there's like six meals in it. I we really should do this. I they, can't afford it. They get a re- you get a really good deal if you do it for like four weeks, and then we could cancel. Okay, let's do it and cancel it. Oh my yeah. god, let's do it and cancel it. Yeah. I want it. Well, also all the recipes are just on there. I know, but I, I've never done like a meal kit before, and it sounds sort of fun. I I don't understand. Okay, so why like don't the, I do the meal kit? You cook all the recipes, and then we can compare them. I think yours would be cheaper. I think it'd be cheaper oh, to do the meal kit for this shit. Yeah, because you wouldn't have to buy ingredients. Let's do, but that does sound like a fun experiment. Yeah. Let's figure something out okay. to do with experiment because I want to try like, um, I want to try these like meal kits. I don't know, and I want to try all these like cool, shameless, like very low carb, very healthy recipes. It, I mean, I and they really they actually looked good. Yeah. As opposed to like most of his disgusting recipes that he develops for Goop. I would. This is so. This is the thing I would buy is the Blue Apron subscription. Okay. Um. Because I like I've been working much more at night, and so I really haven't been cooking as much lately. And I've never been interested in really doing the meal kits before, but now because of Goop, and I, I do think that this is like I'm, I sort of I feel like I predicted this <laughs> that they were going to move. I into think this. that you did actually right? literally did predict this, and I was like, "You're nuts! Why would they ever do that? They're too sophisticated." But here it is. I believe I said that they were going to do this, and then I think very shortly did. after they and and it's a brilliant move and blue apron is i think the one of the original meal kits now there's so many of them and i know blue apron has, i think blue apron was like the first I, one it might have been yeah um, i think and I they've gotten a lot of competition so i know that they're not doing well lately because there's so many other ones now but they're they're partnering with everybody so like yeah. i know that they have weight watchers blue apron uh, they have a whole 30 blue apron it's like you can do, so for like all these different like eating patterns that's their new niche this is cool and it was it's only like with the discount it's like 40 bucks for per week for three meals for two people that's a lot that's not that much I mean, that's a lot of food. That's what I mean. Yeah, it's yeah. not a lot of money. Like, I mean, that's, yeah, it's really a good deal. Okay, let's do it. Let's yeah. do it. Okay, I'm excited. I can't wait. And you do, it's three meals a week, so it's not like you have to, do, you don't do it every night, but that seems like do it. And also, usually if it says like three meals, like I'll probably get two out of it. If, oh, if, not me, but. For a meal. Yeah. I mean, I don't know how much these are, but I bet you I could get more than one meal out of some of these. And they look so good. Like the Zatar Spice Chicken and Farro Salad with Lemon Garlic Labna. Labna? Mm-hmm. Labna, yeah. And then that one looks really good. And then this spiced chicken with olives and harissa roasted vegetables. Oh, my God. The shrimp stir fry with snow peas and broccoli. And I just want to say congratulations to you, Seamus, because your recipes for goop. I mean, we've criticized them and we have not held back in our Mm. critiques of your gross, uh, sometimes kind of gross looking recipes. They're too healthy. They're too complicated and they're too weird, but this is like very accessible. This is very like blue apron. This is perfect. They're, they're all obviously low cost. They're all basically just like a protein with a vegetable. Healthy. And I, I was like half tempted to go to the grocery store last time I was there and like just stock up on lean cuisines. Cause I was like, I need, like I, Whenever I don't cook, I end up eating something unhealthy. So I'm like, I should just have this. But this is better. Oh, this is way better. But this is like, I do keep lean cuisines in my freezer. What's your favorite lean cuisine flavors? Um, I like the macaroni and cheese. Mm-hmm. 
I like their I'm a, I've always been a fan of any frozen like cheese ravioli with tomato sauce. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um they have this new line called like Bistro Select or something. <laughs> they have like a butternut squash ravioli that's really good. Okay. I mean, I don't know. I'm just like into basically any of it. Um also, I'm not really eating this anymore, but when I was on like a really bad diet and I went off it with a lean cuisine uh, meatloaf mashed potatoes and that hit the fucking spot, I will tell you. But I'm not really eating red meat anymore, so oh, I yeah. wouldn't go back to it. But their meatloaf is really good. Well, Seamus does have one, one of the six recipes is a Mexican spice steak with cilantro chimichurri and chayote squash salad. Well, if it's from Blue Apron, I'll try yeah. it. I mean, come on. I'm not an angel. <laughs> no, no, no. Um, okay, so let's let's order these i think it'll I'm be so fun. excited the only one that has any type of well one of them has sweet potato and one of them has farro the rest of them don't even really have carbs yeah uh yeah it's good it's good to eat low carb for dinner um i so agree okay my best okay my best is another food one uh this is gerda's flu season f soup recipes oh Oh, Gerda has recipes So I don't now. think Gerda actually made the recipes. I think they went to Gerda and said, what vitamins and minerals are good for your immune system? And she came back. She's like, do zinc, do this, do that. And then, or like what ingredients are good? And then the food people uh, actually created the recipes. But they look really, really good to me. Um, and I always say every winter I'm going to make more soups. And then I like don't make very many soups. Well, you're running out of time. I know. I mean, it's already it's like, like spring. Yeah, in LA we have winter for like mm, four weeks. Yeah, so there's a, a Bolivian peanut stew with like a uh, chicken drumstick in it that looks really good. A coconut lemongrass and parsnip soup that looks really good. Uh, root vegetable goulash that also looks good. And a Korean spinach uh, donjang soup with, oh, with clams. Uh, clams and a Korean style soybean paste that is more assertive than miso. Oh, yummy! That sounds good. Yeah, all four of them sound really good. Yeah. Uh, and I, I rarely cook seafood. Uh, well, one, because John doesn't really like it. And two, because it's like, you know, sort of expensive and you can't like keep it. Like it, you have to it's just use it when you use it. I know. But it would be fun to like go to Whole Foods and get like six clams and just like put them in well, a soup. Well, clams, mussels are like relatively, those are pretty cheap yeah, actually. I think so. Um, and you don't have to go to Whole Foods. I think you could get them from just Ralph's or something. I don't know that I would be comfortable oh, with you'd that. You'd be scared to eat it? Yeah. I would well, I eat Ralph's sushi, so... I eat anything. I'm not afraid of Ralph's. Yeah. I'm not afraid of any supermarket. Bring it on. Um, but I have I have three. I got a really good deal at Ralph's on frozen salmon skin on sa Alaskan salmon wild caught. I got like a whole side of it for like, you know, what is it? Like that big filet yeah. for like, I mean, it was like $8 Whoa. or something. It was frozen? like, I don't know why it was or such. Fresh. Yeah, it was on it was frozen. And then... I made one filet. It was like cut into four pieces, but it's like one thing. I made one of them. And then I'm saving the other ones to do. I'm going to try to like defrost it and do like the Allison Roman crispy salmon. Ooh, yeah. Salmon skin. But does it work on frozen? Of course it does. There's a, yeah, I think you can. I mean, I have frozen salmon from Costco. They do wild Alaskan salmon. You get, uh, you get like 12 filets for like 30 bucks. Yeah. That's um, a good deal. And it lasts me because I don't use it that much. Um, so it lasts me like a year. Oh, wow. Yeah, I don't use it. I don't because it's when it's frozen, cooking seafood from frozen is a pain in the ass. And cooking, I think why it was so cheap is because like it's a really good cut of fish. But no one wants to like defrost salmon with the skin on. Yeah. It's like I want to cook it from frozen. I like and come on, let's be realistic. Like the farm salmon tastes better. Everybody knows it. Oh, you think? Yeah, it has more fat on it. Uh, Alaskan doesn't have is too lean. Huh. Um, I, cause the ones that I get, the, the fillets are already cut up, cut up, but I'll just mi like, mic like defrost it in the microwave for a couple of minutes yeah. and then pan fry it is my usual way to do it. And I'm sure there's better. It's tastes fine though. Yeah. Or like, yeah, put it on a baking sheet. Yeah, I'll put it on that. a baking sheet. Um, and, but that does, that's not going to be good with the skin anyway. Okay. Let's worst mine is. Oh, okay. My worst is myself because I, as everyone knows, Brian reads the actual website and I do the, 
and I read the newsletters. That's why you get such a variety <laughs> of, of opinions on this website, on whatever this is. It's not a website. It's a podcast. podcast. Damn. I, call, I, I, called, I, I was listening back to our podcast from last week and I called our listeners readers and I didn't correct oh myself. My, I, obviously, I didn't notice because no. I didn't say anything. Okay. So for some reason in the newsletter, for the first time, I saw something that I think you must have already seen, which is like this video where Gwyneth's makeup artist comes to her house and like does her natural makeup with a red lip at her house in the Hamptons. No, I don't think I saw it. It must have been old because the Hamptons, it must be cold there now. And she's like, oh, hi, hey. And they're like, oh, the last time I saw you was the wedding. And she's like, oh, yeah, like what a great day. And then like they go into Gwyneth's backyard, sunny, gorgeous. And then like her makeup artist like literally looks I said she looks like a high femme Elizabeth Warren. Ooh. <laughs> like she looks like Elizabeth Warren, but like more like hot and glamorous. And they just like sit in the back and she like does her makeup. Oh, it's called How GP Does a Killer Red Lip and Glowy Skin. And this is a video. And there's just a video of them in the, oh my God, in the back of the, and it's like with, her name is Gucci Westman. <laughs> That's a great name. Oh, she does look like a hot young Elizabeth Warren. And yeah, and when you see her in action, she even more so, I would say. Um, we're just looking at the thumbnail right now. But she like does, they like do her makeup and they have this conversation and they're like, this is for women because they need the ability to have natural makeup to help with their, you know, she does this video. issues. <laughs> and then she hosts a non-makeup uh, dinner. Choose your length, Gwyneth. Well, you know, nice. women can uh, women contain multiple multitudes just like everybody else. I think, and this is sort of related to this. Is my thing I would try? Is that what it was? But, what is just Goop's YouTube channel? Which they didn't I, know they had a YouTube. We, channel. Yeah, I didn't know it either until like we've been sleeping on it. So most of their I, I feel lo- like an idiot. I, I didn't know. know they had one. Uh, so most of their videos, quote unquote videos, are just like YouTubes of their podcasts. They don't have like a ton, but it has like 70,000 subscribers. So we're, I'm not We are anything. fucking losers yeah. and you guys are all winning. How Do you guys like subscribe to the YouTube channel? Probably some of the listeners do. And we're just, yeah, we just are behind the times. Because uh, the, the one that got me into it was, oh, there was an article about, it was some like heart opening guided meditation for connection. That I can't listen because I can't listen to a meditation guide if I'm not actually meditating because it's like the most boring thing in the world. I, it's boring if you are meditating. That's true. Yeah. Um, but it led me down. It was like the link was Goop's YouTube channel, and I was like, oh my god! And then this is where I'm sure this lipstick one is on there too. Her her Neapolitan pizza one from last week, where she takes the pizza out of the oven, goes. Oh yeah, I didn't watch that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was like the number one one on the. Channel. Yeah, that's like the top view. <laughs> but all the like all the videos, if Gwyneth's not in them, it's like 500 views, 600 views. If Gwyneth's in the video, it's like 70,000 views. It's crazy. Yeah. It's like in the power of like having a celebrity attached to something is mind blowing. Like because they're like famous people that you don't even think are like that big of a deal will like completely change the amount of like views, the amount of ticket sales, the amount of, yeah. I mean, by so much. And it, they don't even have to be that fucking famous. No. I mean, Gwyneth is very famous, yeah. but like she's not the type of person that you would think would have like rabid fans who would like want to watch a video of her doing something. People, I mean, we're no people to talk because we do a podcast about her every week, but mm-hmm. like, yeah, celebrities have rabid fan bases. Uh, Are we part of her rabid fan base? I'm sure some people would say that we were. I think I might be actually. Because yeah. I always defend her. I'm and fine with it, honestly. I, thank you. And I after doing that soul searching realized that I have been like kind of obsessed with her since I was a teenager. I, I mean a young teenager, mm. maybe even a tween. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so that's Jen Gunter's problem. She is not making friends with enough celebrities. She tried to make friends with Chrissy Teigen, but she got over eager and Chrissy Teigen had to block her. Yeah. Which is truly hilarious. I that anyone is too over eager for Chrissy fucking Teigen. I think getting blocked by Chrissy Teigen is like, all we need to know about Jen Gunter. Yeah, like that has to be so difficult. She, Chrissy Teigen like, talks to everybody. Well, not us. Well, not, but I don't engage with her. Yeah. Um, We're the ones who aren't talking yeah, to her. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but like, yeah, to be so crazy that you get blocked by Chrissy Teigen. Wait, did she literally get blocked or did Chrissy Teigen just stop responding? No, I think she blocked her. 
Because wasn't it just like she tweeted something? She was like, which shoes do you like? And Chrissy Teigen responded. And Jen Gunter was like, sent her like 45 pictures of her shoes. And then... I think that was the beginning of it. But then Chrissy Teigen... Didn't Chrissy Teigen say I had to block some people that were engaging with me too much and Jen Gunter was one of, one of those people I don't know because like I am one of the few people who was like not super charmed by Chrissy Teigen mm, me I mean I'm not I don't like dislike her but she yeah I just sort of don't feel one way or the other about her I have zero opinion of her and like the Chrissy Teigen John Legend like I just uh, I don't I just feel nothing I feel nothing yeah I want celebrity couples who fuck I want celebrity couples who have a sexual energy with each other and like like Liz Taylor and Richard Burton. <laughs> you sound like Donald Trump at his rally. <laughs> yeah, totally. I, I mean, I love Parasite, but I'm like, yeah, Gone with the Wind, with Sunset the Boulevard. <laughs> we, yeah, so, I mean. <laughs> it's not wrong. Uh, but I want like celebrity couples who are like hot. And Chrissy and John are just like nerdy, like They're Mayor Pete supporters. nerdy Mayor Pete supporters. That's exactly what they are. They're neolibs. <laughs> Neo yeah. No, they're like. They're, I just, I don't know. It's like, and also I wouldn't know anything about them if they weren't like weirdly famous for just being cute and cool right now. No. I mean, would you ever think about either of them? If this was like 1999 and people, you only knew whoever was on the cover of whatever magazine and then they sort of went out of your mind and you like weren't invited into the home of celebrities every fucking waking second of your life, would you ever? Ever. I don't think I would even know who the, either of them were. No, I mean, he had like a couple adult contemporary hits a decade ago. Which like, I'm not an adult contemporary listener. Yeah. Why am I freaking excited about John Legend? And she was a swimsuit model turned, I don't even know what she is. She's, she's an Instagram person. In, influencer, like public personality. I mean, and I don't, they're, they're both very talented and very good looking. So it's like, I don't begrudge them for their fame, but yeah, they're just not the type of celebrities that I'm interested in. I'm just not going to be like fawning over them. I don't know why we're even talking yeah. about them. Oh, cause, cause Jen Gunter wanted to be their friend. And oh, cause Jen Gunter was obsessed with them. See, that's the type of person Jen Gunter is. She's yeah. like, Oh, Chrissy T. She oh, loves Chrissy, Chrissy Teigen's Teigen. also like, has the sort of I'll eat anything I like you know fried food oh yeah so that's why Jen Gunter is like oh you're the opposite of Gwyneth but what Jen Gunter doesn't realize is all these fucking rich people they are yeah. like Gwyneth they're lying yeah okay listen if you eat whatever you want and you eat a bunch of fried foods and you don't give a shit like half of these women fucking say on the internet you get fat you get bad skin it's just part of what happens you don't look like Chrissy Teigen and I'm not saying that you can't ever have fried foods you can't ever have whatever you can't have stuff in moderation da 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 but they are they are concerned with what they eat they are very concerned about it they're very concerned with their appearance you cannot eat whatever you want they're pulling and one over look, on you if they you are think that, lying yeah. and the, the other reason it's bad is because then people are like how come I can't eat whatever I want and look like Chrissy Teigen? She doesn't eat whatever she wants. I promise you she doesn't eat whatever she wants. None of these people fucking do. Like, it is not true. So stop worrying about it. Yeah. And if you want to eat whatever you want, go for right. it. I don't care. But you're not going to... You probably aren't going to... If you want to look a certain way, like, it might skinny, not happen. Yeah. If you want to look skinny and that's, like, your ideal body type, whatever. If you want to look like Gwyneth Paltrow or Chrissy Teigen... You're going to have to eat fucking Seamus's blue, yeah. <laughs> blue apron. I'm sorry. <laughs> and you're going to have to have good jeans anyway. And you're going to have to come into it with good jeans. Seamus's blue apron still aren't going to be super skinny. Right. I mean, you're going to have to be... These people are like militant about their diets. Yeah. Julie, read that Julie Louis-Dreyfus uh, article in New York Times Magazine a couple years ago when she was shooting Veep. Like, this... You, you know, no one... The first thing you think of with Julie Louis-Dreyfus isn't, oh my God, she's so skinny. But right. like, she's almost 60 years old. Everyone on that set was eating craft services. She was on there for like 12 hours. She ate like half a kind bar. And she said, when I'm filming, I have to be this disciplined in order to look the way I want on camera. And that was like terrifying. They were all like that. Yeah. I heard an interview with Stephen Colbert and somebody was like, I don't know. They were like talking about food and like, oh, this looks, I can't remember the question, but he was like, I can't eat that. Or like he made some joke like, oh, and then the guy was like, what? And he was like, I'm on TV every night. I got to fit into the suit. Like he, like he said it like a throwaway joke, but yeah. it's like, they're all thinking yeah. about it. I guess it. if you're watching yourself on TV every day, you would just get so fucked up and do that. Maybe it's good. <laughs> Maybe I should just film myself for no reason and then watch myself. I, I don't, I just think the point isn't that we should all be like that. The point yeah. is like, don't compare yourself to celebrities because they are like paying 
their their career their job is being obsessed with their looks. Yeah, and you know who also has a good body and looks really good for her age? Jen Gunter. She doesn't eat fucking fried foods every day. She watches what she eats too. Well, most people, yeah. She watches what she eats too. So come on, Jen. Yeah. Stop lying. Oh, I have to get my computer charger. <laughs> okay. Uh, we're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back. And we're back. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> Your um, computer's plugged in. It's plugged in. I was at 3%. It was a, an emergency. We've sorry. been going on for a long time. Okay. What is your craziest? Okay. Or- my craziest is break out the Munchausen accusations again and point them right at me because I have diagnosed myself with POTS. And it's also my saddest. Pox? Pots. P-O-T-S. Oh, I don't know what, I don't know, but it's like this disease that they were writing about on oh. this week. And it's like an autoimmune disease that like you can only cure by like, uh, you know, cutting out gluten. But, or you can, I don't know, Some there might be. Oh, and this is the one, they mentioned the disease that Jamila Jamil says she has too. Not well, Epstein-Barr. Because doesn't but, she say that she has like every one of these? Yeah, but like, uh, not, what is it? Epstein-Barr is a real disease. Yeah, not Epstein-Barr. They mention it in that article something well pots is like just like some weird disease that women get where it's like if you stand up too fast you get dizzy and i think i have it i thought that's like low blood sugar yeah you have to like um i don't it's like have a good diet exercise regularly drink a lot of water and then they're like and if you don't um if you don't uh there was a good quote that i wrote down because i was like oh they ha- they're changing their views on gluten slightly but it was like if you're sus- if you suspect that you're gluten intolerant, you may try avoiding it for a month or two and see if you feel better. If you don't notice a difference, then eat all you want. Which is not something that they would have said three years ago. Yeah, that's true. But so it's like this weird disease. They wrote a really long, boring thing about it. I skimmed it, immediately diagnosed myself with it. <laughs> and uh, here we are. But it's like, because I feel it's like chronic fatigue syndrome or something. It's like, I feel like when I'm standing up, like, gravity is like pulling my Whoa. head down all the time pots hey i literally do think i might have it um and they have to put you in one of those tilt things to test if you, do have you pass it. out a lot uh no but i like go i like stand up fast really fast and like lose my footing like i will like lose my balance oh shit oh ellers danlos syndrome is the one that what jamila jamil has what is that uh it results in the greater elasticity of the blood vessels and allows blood pooling to occur i don't know what it does that sounds scary yeah. the other thing is like you need to have like so much money and like access to such good health care to like even be diagnosed with these Pots. little things or just diagnose yourself all, and then it's free all you yeah, need yeah, is a yeah. subscription <laughs> <laughs> Which um so don't stand up as fast yeah eat less gluten no, no i won't do that um, actually i i don't eat a lot of gluten really you don't uh, oh, and it says a lot of people with milder form of POTS can manage it with hydration and increasing their salt intake. Ooh. Oh, yeah, the salt, which I'm like, I don't understand that. But yeah, I have been trying to drink. I My goal for myself today and for like, I was like, today, the only thing I'm going to do is just like drink a thing of water because mm. like I'm not great at drinking my water. That's the one thing I'm good at. Yeah, you always have a I water. Literally, constantly have to drink water, or I die. Yeah, some <laughs> I'm people. Like a plant. I some people are like have like weird anxiety about always having water. I think I have that. Yeah, no. because it's like you do need water. If or my you'll... pee is not clear, I really think I'm gonna die. Oh really? Because it's like if you don't have um, water, is like you know you need it or you'll die. Yeah. And like people you'll die way faster than if you don't have food or anything else. It's like the one thing that like you actually literally need to live, but I never drink it. Don't you feel like so dehydrated all the time? Not, not at all. It's crazy. I never feel dehydrated. The only reason I'm trying to drink it more is because my skin has gone downhill and taken a huge shit and I need to fix it. And I don't know if it's even possible. Your skin looks great. I'd... It only looks great right now because I did the goop. I did a peel last night. Uh, uh, oh, yeah. You still have a bunch of those. So I'm still glowing <laughs> like a little angel. Um, I forgot to say my worst. Oh, <laughs> so I'm I'll, sorry. No, I, we've, been, we've been rambling. Uh, I'll just be very quick. It's the um, the money date. Uh, it's hor- I'm sure you didn't even read it because it's so terrifying. It's this lady, Kathy Entwistle, who encourages couples to go on a money date where they talk about their finances <laughs> in a date setting. I want to go on this. You do want to go on it? Yes. It sounds terrifying. I have been, all I ever want to do is talk to Brian about money and he never wants to talk about it. And I'm like, 
let's talk about it. But here's the thing. Neither of us have any money. So yeah. it's like, there's really nothing to talk about. <laughs> yeah, to talk <laughs> but about. I'm always like, come on, like, let's try to like figure out how we're going to get rich. And he's like, I don't know. Why don't you get a job? And I'm like, I'm trying. And I'm like, why don't you get a better job? And he's like, I'm trying. This is cut this out. This is private. <laughs> it's not really that bad. <laughs> but the point is this. We're broke. <laughs> yeah it, but it, okay so this, so maybe you and brian should do this i i think john and i both like don't talk about money as long as like our rent is paid for the month yeah we're good yeah which is not a great long-term solution well it's like the terrible long-term solution and that's also how brian and i are but i'm like yeah. paranoid because we're gonna like I've seen what happens when you go into retirement without oh good savings and it is not pretty uh i just want Medicare for all, nursing homes for all. Well, my grandparents, you know who took care of them? SAG. They Ugh. used to be amazing, and I don't think they are anymore. I'm not even in SAG. I don't have any kids. Who's going to take care of me? I have to figure it out. You have to. I have to make younger friends. That's a good... Adopt a kid. Adopt a kid. Oh, God. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Maybe crackers. Yeah. Cra oh, shit. Sure. No, he's no, no good. Um, um, but this lady says to uh, open a bottle of wine... Go to a comfortable place. Um, don't do, do not get alcohol involved in this conversation. <laughs> yeah. That is the worst idea I've ever heard. Um, and come together and talk about money and the things that matter most in a way that makes you comfortable and makes finances more understandable. If Brian and I did that, we would just be like, and then we're going to get a yacht. <laughs> like we would just like, get like start fantasizing and be like, oh, yeah, because oh. you guys are both like spenders. Um, I don't think I'm a spender. No, do I guess you? you're not. Brian's a big yeah. spender. He spends every cent he gets. God, I am throwing Brian under the bus. He's going to get mad. He listens to this podcast. <laughs> He's not. Um, he just like, he likes his board games. Oh, yeah, And yeah, so yeah. he buys like board oh, games. His worst stuff, habits. But, but you know what? I am a spender. I just have no money. But like, so I spend every red cent that I get yeah. too. But I just get it very, I don't have, it would be impossible for me not to spend every red cent that I get because I like makes a little money. What are things to avoid? I do not advise talking about budgets or how much money you have during the first money date. Okay. Anytime you use the word budget, people get very stressed out and uncomfortable. That's true. Yeah, I flip out. So you want to just identify goals and best to talk the aspects of money that add stress for you, what makes you feel overwhelmed. Um, oh God, I can't. It's too much. Now I just can't stop thinking of if I'm a spender or not. I never thought about it. No, maybe. It. I don't know why I even said that because you're not really. Well, I don't know. I don't think so. Maybe I am. Yeah. Uh, I I always thought of myself as a good saver until I ran out of money. <laughs> I guess I'm a spender because I'm definitely not a saver. If I, you asked me, do you save money? I would say I definitely do not. I so used I to must be, be a, a good saver. When I had like a regular job, I had a, my account, I made $75 every week just go into my savings account. That's really smart. But then I moved to LA and stopped having a job and spent it all. So when I had better jobs in the past than I do now, uh, I never saved anything. I never saved. So that's true. I never saved. But then when I, my last job, I wasn't really making enough to like save. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Stuff. And then I was on unemployment for like a solid year. <sighs> and obviously doing that, you can't save anything. No. Um, did you say your craziest? My, well, it was like my, my craziest and my saddest, which was like the POTS, my oh, right, POTS right, right. diagnosis. Is it depressing that I'm admitting that I'm like so poor? No, it's fine. Okay. There's no secrets here. Yeah. Uh, my craziest is the ask an intuitive, would my mother approve of my partner? So I don't know if we've met this lady or I guess there's been ask an intuitive before, the advice columnist that's a psychic. Uh, right? Has, is it under like just for fun? Are they still doing that? They, some of them. I think the medical ones, but the non-medical ones, they don't even put a category on them. But this is a lady, Tiffany Wardle, who is a London-based intuitive, and this person, quote-unquote, named Margot, asks... Dear a person, quote-unquote. <laughs> yeah. Dear Goop, I have a hard time imagining forever with a romantic partner who never got the chance to meet my deceased mother because she was such a big part of my life. That's sad. How can I know my mother would approve of the relationships I get into in the future? This is very sad. It is sad. And to Tiffany Wardle's credit, she actually has a crazy answer, but in the end, it's probably the right advice. Okay. So she said, first she says, bless you, Margot. What a beautiful soul you are. Then she says, um, when I talk to your mom, <laughs> meaning oh. on the other side, she said, don't worry about it. She'll love anyone that you believe is um, a good match. So when people cross to the other side, all of the bad parts of their personality, like their 
judgment and all that stuff goes away and they only have love left. And that's what Margot's mom said when Tiffany talked to her on the other side. I also, I think that too, but I think that maybe Marianne Williamson thinks that and that's why I think it. Oh, probably. Yeah. Um, But at the end of the day, the advice was, uh, first of all, you just have to use your intuition to find a good partner. And then she says, there's no such thing as meeting the wrong partner. It isn't possible. There are only lessons in life. If a partner crosses our path for a season rather than a lifetime, this can be a very positive experience. I don't know that I agree with that if you're, you know, getting into an abusive relationship or something, but. Um, wait, I'm sorry. What do you not agree with? That there's no such thing as meeting the wrong partner. I wonder what she meant by that. I think she meant that like every experience is worthwhile to at least learn from. But if you're like raped and killed, you're not going to learn. I guess at least you won't have your judgment because you'll be on the other side and <laughs> Tiffany can talk to you. Sorry. Okay. All right. Okay. Let's <laughs> uh, okay. I mean, I don't think most people are like, is this person going to murder me? Yeah. Well, but I mean, I guess you want to make sure that I they mean, don't. I mean, you listen to a lot of true crime. I feel like. I listen to nonstop true yeah. crime. And they are, it's usually someone getting murdered by their husband. <laughs> yeah, that is. Uh, all right. What would you try? Okay. So back to the point about the big bucks. I they have like a whole thing about these books about money. Oh god, yeah. And I always get anxiety when I think about it, but I'm like, okay, I'm 35. I need to start being more realistic about like I was saying like retirement, like mm-hmm. getting older, who's going to take care of me? How am I going to fucking like live my life until I'm dead? Like what is going to happen? And I'm like I need to fucking figure this shit out. So I really do want to get smarter about money and like start thinking about money in a different way and i i want to read a book this year okay i have a new new year's resolution (laughs) february (laughs) 21st i want to read one book about money well the one on this list that i was like oh maybe that like how to be an entrepreneurial artist yeah that seemed like maybe valuable yeah but also just depressing i also think it would it was mostly probably talking about like visual art well, we don't know. I don't know. Probably not. I think that like so many people are like, I'm an artist. Yeah. And it's like, what do you do? And you're like, I don't know. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I hear that. <laughs> I mean, they don't really have anything going on. So like, I feel like we at least, at least we do actually do, do stuff. That's true. Yeah. And not just this podcast. You no, guys, we, we do actually other like stuff. write things. We like write things a lot. No one sees because they're no not made into television. No one sees them, but yet. we yet. write them. Yeah. Yet. They will. Um, just you wait and see. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, that's a good goal. I should just, I don't know. I just want to like know more about money because I'm so, I have like such a panic attack whenever I think about it. Yeah. And then I have like none of it and mm. that's not good. I no. got to have some of it. Have some. Because uh, yeah, we can't rely on social security or I just picture like when we're old, all the old rich millennials will have figured out like how to have like cool retirement centers that are free for everyone and I can just go to them or I could go, at least I'm, gay because in la there's like um a free gay retirement home yeah in um in west in, it's, it's not in west hollywood, it's, in really. hollywood. it's like in it's like on off sunset yeah, yeah, by yeah. the jack in the box yeah yeah so at least i could go there but i well, probably have to get on the wait list now get on the wait list now because that was the thing with the sag one like sag used to have a really good one for retired actors and then fucking they closed it down and it's so sad Ugh. But even that was like super hard to get into. But they were like paying my grandpa a pension for like, and then after he died, they were like paying my grandma his wow. pension. Like they were like, they hooked my grandparents up so hard. I mean, they weren't like, they were like still really poor and yeah, everything, yeah, but like something. that was like their only income. It was so nice. Mm. But well, not everybody got it. It was like, he like got, he was like lucky. He like won a lottery or something. Like oh, wow. it was like weird that he got that. Um. All right. So, Political people, Bernie Sanders, everyone has to figure out all this stuff yeah. before we're old. Uh, or we can just save money. One of the two. Uh, maybe both. Both. Uh, what would you buy? Okay, so the sale is fucking on fire. It's also my saddest, again, because they were having $30 leggings for G-Sport. $30 like Razorback tanks, which I already have one, but they have more for 30 bucks. Uh, also G-Sport on their website. They are, which those are like Amazon prices for goop quality. Yeah, hey. Can't beat it. By the time I got to it, um, they were like really heavily picked over and didn't have my size anymore. But uh, go check it out. 
So the thing I would buy if I was smart is I would get in a time machine, go back like two days, buy more G Sport, and then be happy. But because I missed it, I guess I won't buy anything again. Like I did last time on because <laughs> I was protesting right. <laughs> that I didn't have enough money that to buy anything. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, um, well, good tip for all of our time machine fluent But it's still, listeners. the sale is still happening, so go look. But I didn't even know tights had sizes. I leggings for working leggings, out whatever it is i yeah. thought it was like one size fits all no <laughs> <laughs> oh i bought I, my new thing oh i t- so oh i think it was on that bonus pod i was saying my new thing is wearing like um you can't call them wife beaters anymore what wearing tanks white a, white, a men's tank. tank yeah or a white t-shirt underneath my shirt um and i went to i just got like hanes ones extra large they're so tight i didn't realize are they supposed to be that tight they're or, like, yeah they're like undershirts yeah they're, they're tight. tight. Jeez. Well, yeah. I mean, they're. I mean, you know what they're supposed to look I like. I guess I didn't really. I thought they were. I don't know. I didn't expect that they are almost like shapewear. It felt like, Ooh, like a girdle. Or I was like, nice. am I just too fat to even wear extra large? Well, no, you felt like it was packing you in. Yeah, it was packing me in a little That's bit. That's good. Um. So yeah, I just got to get used to it. I love getting packed in by something. Uh. Okay. So my buy obviously is the um Seamus Blue Apron, which. Was my best. You're by. We're gonna do we it. We will buy it. Yeah, I need to. Yeah, just figure out a schedule and like when I can. But yeah, we can do it. Yeah, maybe this that'll be, be our next bonus pod. Yes, that would be a good one. Uh, okay, we've been going for over an hour. You guys, thank you so much. For, oh, Lucy Goosey for listening. Is yeah. that where you're going? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> okay, yeah. I just started to wrap this up. Okay, um, you guys, seriously, thank you so much for listening. If you like this podcast, please consider subscribing to our Patreon. As I just said several times, I'm really poor and. We did just do like a really fun bonus pod that you will really like where oh, we yeah. talked about our most and least goopy things a of the A personal week. bonus a pod. A per- personal bonus. And I think we're going to do more like that because it was fun. Yeah. Um, uh, or I'll do it again. I don't know if Brian will. Yeah, like no, I'll do it. Yeah. And so, yeah, for $5 uh, a month, you can get all of our bonus episodes for just $1 a month. Just one little dollar. You'll never even notice it. You'll get- uh, You'll never notice $1 missing from your bank account. And- you will be going to a worthy cause, your favorite podcast, and you'll get this great newsletter every newsletter. month. Newsletter. It'll come in your- inbox and on the patreon page your mode of delivery up to you but uh we talk about all of the cool things we're into every month and i think both of us have honestly really good taste honestly i must agree i must agree i do agree i do agree i mean we found each other after all we did (laughs) uh all right talk to you soon Bye. bye Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volur XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you.